Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Pot on Your Loons. This is Justin. Hey, Pot on Your Loons. It's Sam. Pot on Your Loons. This is James. I'm yeah. sad. I'm sad. Why are you sad? Because we lost the World Cup final, Sam. Oh, right. Because, yeah, that's right. You <laughs> oh, three tournament? teams in the World Cup. One of them <laughs> made still the final. That was still happening. There were more games after the round of 16. <laughs> what? You don't have Spanish heritage you could claim now? No. I did find out, funnily you mentioned heritage, I did find out like properly when I was in the UK visiting my auntie, like I always thought it was a bit of a rumor that my mother made up, but apparently I do have like some French, there is some French heritage from, from like the revolution and stuff back yep. in the, back in the day. Nice. Frenchy no over here. Yeah. Ugh. My grandmother was uh, disproved when I did my ancestry check. She said we were part Mexican because she liked Mexican food. Uh, it, it doesn't work out. like that. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. So, Grandma went to. She didn't know when she went to her grave, but well, I do. Yeah, at least she got to die thinking that, and you know what? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, good for her, right? Uh, like, yeah, no, no Spanish here, but uh, good on Spain. It was a cracking final. Honestly, it was probably one of the best finals I'd seen. Like it was. Uh, hey, the US was still there. The ref was US. You still had, you still had a, you still had a hand in it. But uh, now, also, I got to point out, like Spanish, like the president of the Spanish FA and like the the coach, really creepy dudes. Yeah, they were like mouth kissing. Yeah. yeah, mouth kissing players and grabbing play. Yeah, just. That is not okay. But isn't that what Europeans do? Like not like that. They just lay it on you. <laughs> yeah, they when, literally. When, when when they're uncomfortable about getting mouth kissed, you know it's a lot, right? You know it's extra. Yeah, like Jenny Hermoso got like full kissed in the mouth, and then was asked like, "Are you okay?" And she was like, "Of course not. Like I'm not okay with that." And then released a statement later that was like basically like, "Oh, the president's kind of like." he's kind of like that's his relationship with players like something that's clearly like just ugh. so yeah that <laughs> i was, missed that that sounds that's like not some okay. me too stuff right there but i do remember i do remember like friends no. mom's mouth kissing me when i was in england um specifically jersey right in the channel islands i remember getting mouth kissed good night and just being like we don't do this in america i don't even know how like do i kiss her back like what am i supposed to do they just wanted to take an opportunity to, to mouth kiss an American boy. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. That song was out at the time that you be my American boy. So maybe oh, that was great it. Song. Great song. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I, I missed the creepy Spanish FA president mouth kissing people. Um, I did hear that Prince Harry, though, wasn't there. And people are mad about that because he's the Prince president. William. Of... Prince William. Prince William. Right. Don't mess those two up. <laughs> Prince Harry lives with you lot. Uh, <laughs> Prince William lives over here. Then <laughs> Prince Harry in Canada. No, that's what I thought. Apparently, he lives in the US now. Okay. Anyway, yeah. um, Prince no, he, William he was wasn't there. He was in no. Australia. No, he, which is weird. Like he wasn't there, and the Princess of Spain. I think it's the Princess of Spain was there. And there was a great video where she basically breaks protocol by like jumping up and down and celebrating with players, which apparently is against against protocol. But she was in the huddle. She was getting up into it. Like she loved it. 
Don't be excited. Don't be excited. Yeah, guys, you are royalty. Europeans have too many protocols. Yeah, <laughs> way too many protocols. You are not allowed to be excited here. Fun free James, content. James, James, you see that we're, I'm watching this Arsenal game right now. They're about to. They, they just got a penalty. I think. Get excited, James. I'm excited. Let me, let me put this on. Sorry, I'll focus. I'll focus on the podcast and not. I'm so, how how much fun is it to have, you know? I mean, like football's back, right? Like all the footballs, all, all the, the footballs. footballs are back, and I love it. This is like the best time to be a sports fan right now, right? NFL's back, yeah, NFL's baby. NFL's back. Your MLS team's is still your going team's strong, undefeated, unless you know it's it's Chelsea, I guess. The, look, the, the best that the best that that I saw was that in the Todd Burley era, Ball, Burley Burley era, Chelsea have won like twelve games and signed like twenty six players or something. <laughs> like, yeah, three just... three to one, three to one. Oh. Uh, I saw I saw something on Reddit. I I didn't look to double check if it was real, but I guess like Brighton Casado Cal, Cal, uh, had a a red card or not a red card. He had a, he had a slide tackle in the box for a penalty. And uh, I saw on Reddit that Brighton had like a all all sales are final or like no. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw that with tweet. the picture with the picture of the foul. Yeah, oh, that's all sales oh, are man. final. We do not accept returns. As uh, the children like... used to say, that that's savage right there. That is savage. Oh man, so great. As you can probably tell, we don't want to talk about what happened in the Leeds Cup, which is why we're blabbering on about literally anything else. Well, we already had another podcast since then, and we already said we don't need to talk about just getting whooped yeah. to Nashville. Well, uh, we lost five to nothing. Yep. And I think and we hey, said Messi, that last week. Messi won. Messi won. We and, briefly and... said it, and then we played a game for like the next half hour. How, what, what do you think the score would have been had it been us versus Inter Miami? Do you think it would have gone to pens like it did for, for the actual final? Or do you think we would have just got stomped by Messi and company? I mean, Messi probably would have put like three passes or something, and then yeah, that's I mean, I mean, Nash Nashville's really good. I don't know if we're Nashville yet. Like right? Nashville so, stomped up. What do you mean we don't think we're Nashville? We lost five 0 man. Like, of course we're not Nashville. I mean, you know what I mean, though, right? Like, I don't <laughs> know if I don't think like I would I would have us be favorites against Nashville, right? Like, we should, no, I, don't I don't think don't... we were, but. I don't think we. I don't think we could have hung with Inter Miami. I think that would have been. It may have been a bloodbath. Which TGH. is, you know, the worst team in the league. I don't think they're the worst team in the league anymore, though. Like, not anymore. Even though, you know. Well, and I, I should realize... look back at those betting odds. See how much they've changed. You know, we talked about that on the podcast. I, I, I put forth like what the betting odds were after Messi signed. I'm curious to see where they're at right now. I might have to. That might have to be a stat daddy deep dive for next episode. Well, and clearly they don't mind playing on the road. I didn't realize they're still in the U.S. Open Cup. Yep, they're one FC of the teams Cincinnati, that's like best team in the league, right? They're about to play them, so that's... Miami's going to get a freaking triple, <laughs> dude. And yeah, when, when and it's just night. so much fun. It's just so much fun to watch them. I mean, obviously, I'm a Loons fan first and foremost, but. Man, if you're not paying attention to this messy stuff, I know I bring it up every episode, but like. It's just incredible. Such an cre incredible opportunity for us to witness greatness in our league. Just destroying all of our teams. Just so, being, being messy. Here's, here's the fun part, right? Like, 
in the round of 16 back in May, Inter Miami beat Nashville 2-1 in the US Open Cup. Then they got probably the easiest draw in the quarterfinal where they got to play Birmingham Legion FC, who they only beat 1-0 in June. And now we rock around to August. Messi's rolled up with Busquets and everyone else. And now they have to play FC Cincinnati in the semifinal. And on the other side is Houston Dynamo versus Real Salt Lake. And FC Cincinnati is like the darling of the MLS before Messi shows up, right? So, this, I mean, that's going to be a fun matchup. And it, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, obviously, at some point, right, Inter Miami has to not beat a team. Like, right? I feel, I feel like at some point, or not, I guess they have, they, they have a draw with Messi, right? I think one of those games is a draw, but. I mean, someone has to beat yeah, them. It's it's oh. the draw where he scores the free kick like right at the end. <laughs> to draw, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To draw, yeah. But, <laughs> but like, it, it's just, it's crazy when you're on these streaks, right? Where like this this kind of stuff is happening and like, it's hard to see an end in sight. But like legitimately for this one, like what if they don't lose a game the rest of the way? Like I said, probably the GOAT, but I, I don't know right you can't necessarily go to the mls to cement your status as the goat i don't know he, i mean he was already the goat though right this is him just this is him building our league sam that's the perspective I, yeah. you have to think about right like like who was it one of was it was it philly's manager he's like you gotta get rid of the salary cap i don't know what his, his exact words were but like i think that we see when philadelphia who's a really good team gets stomped by Messi and co right <laughs> yeah. like you gotta give teams a chance to find talent, and and that's that's a good thing for this league, right? Like, get rid of or or maybe make it make it a better salary cap. I don't know. Like, find a way, find a way to make it so we can all have a, a shiny toy. I know I don't expect us to get a generational talent, right? Like, that's there's only a handful of those, but but and it would maybe- be awesome to see guys, you know, tied to us, right? Like, us being competitive with with free agents. Maybe we're not getting the best of the best, right? But we're maybe dissuading some guys from going to Saudi Arabia. But I don't know if we have that kind of money. I mean, I I think that the way that the salary and the roster rules are put into place, I think it benefits us, right? We aren't even taking full advantage of what we're allowed to do. You know, right? We're allowed three designated players and, right, there's always like we've never been fully loaded in those three spots right we've always had at least one player that seems like you could buy down right right now that's mender garcia so we're not even taking full advantage of what we're allowed to do now and you're talking about a scenario where philadelphia much larger market allowed to do whatever they want right or the la teams but but Look, i know thing, that i know the they've thing, talked though, right about. like they're talking about this, by the way. Like that, they had they're the meeting the where they were, yeah, yeah they were talking about having rules. a bigger salary cap or no salary cap. I mean, I, I, I get kind of where you're coming from, Sam, but that's also that's also the argument that the the owners of of Minnesota United are going to give so that they don't have to put more money into the team, right? Like that's kind of the small market. You know, I'm familiar yeah. with that being a, a Twins fan. You know, the, these teams are going to use their market size as an excuse to just spend less you know obviously spend enough to be competitive but spend less and just just cash in checks right like and i hope that that i hope that our guys wouldn't do that i hope that if we 
you know, if, if, if they decided to let loose a little bit more that we would be a spender because, because our ownership wants us to be a good team, right? Not just looking for this to be, you know, some sort of investment slash, you know, a, a, a money generator right now, right? Like you got to pay money to, to make money. You got to pay money to win games. Yeah. I, I would like to say that I would like to hope our team, if they have, if, if like right now with the constraints that are in place, of course, they're going to do what they're doing, right? They're going to try to get the most out of what they have. But man, I, I would love to see them be forced to make decisions. I know I say that now, right? But, but sure. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I do get that. I, I do believe that is it is important to Minnesota United to be competitive. I do believe that. And, you know, they, they sort of, they mix that sort of wanting to be competitive with also not wanting to break the bank and, you know, maybe forcing them to actually break the bank a little bit. Yes. That might ultimately be good for all, all around. I just, I don't know, man. Like you're you're a Timberwolves fan. Don't the Timberwolves just get constantly outspent? But they don't, because the Timberwolves are in a salary cap league, right? Their their league is like our league, right? If you are a free agent, you are going to go to the most enticing place for you because there's limited options. It's not, you know, we can't just throw a ton of money. Like the contracts in the NBA are set. That's so why Minnesota is always messed up okay so nba just right like it's very star driven since you only have five people on the court right a lebron can really make a lot of difference or Giannis in milwaukee right an even smaller market than here okay um so, so then what what your, is it baseball's your comp right baseball, baseball would be the yeah. comp and i mean i don't know like is houston a huge market i mean, I mean are they a lot bigger than us is it bigger than us? Yeah. How much bigger than us? Maybe, I mean, maybe many, that's a preposterous many, statement, but how many how but, many teams have they got? They've got the Texans, the Oilers. They got everything just, except for NHL. I'm just talking about uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, they, they're probably bigger than us. That, that's not a good that's not a good comparison, right? Yeah. But but I guess what I'm trying to say is is yeah, I I get where you're coming from, right? But we see this with PSG. PSG put so much money into their squad. And it didn't matter, right? I'm not saying that they should just completely get rid of the salary cap. They're going to have to keep something in place. Otherwise, you're right. Like LA, LA all the there's going to be like four teams in our league that are just crushing everybody else. But but I would just like to see some changes that make it so we can have a better play, better players on our team. It'll be better for the league, you know. And and even this messy stuff. I know it's messy, but man, they they talked about. I think the the Apple TV. MLS, I don't know exact numbers, but I think they doubled their subscriptions. Yeah. Since Messi joined. I mean, people are interested in our league, right? Like, and and I know it's messy, but think about if if Griezmann, right? We talked about him. He he'll probably end up here because he wants to watch NBA games. <laughs> you know, like there's gonna be good players coming here. And the more guys that come here, the better the league's gonna be, and the better chance that we're gonna get one of them. I well, like Timo Puki though. Timo Puki's nice though. We, I'm happy we started with him. Well, and I'll I'll be honest. I remember prior to the Loons being in the MLS, I was kind of curious in the MLS, and I, you know, started watching it a little bit. And I even sort of, I'll admit it on here. Please don't cancel me. I flirted with the idea of 
being a Seattle Sounders fan. Just flirted with the idea. I think I had a FIFA save. Mm. Right? I just, I thought it was cool. They were playing in an MLS stadium. I thought Seattle was a cool city. I, you know, watched a little bit of the Seahawks because of Russell Wilson and his Wisconsin Badger ties. So I kind of flirted with the idea of being a Sounders fan. And I, I watched like a game or two and played a little with them on FIFA. And I'm like, you know what? This doesn't seem right. Like, I am not that interested in watching the MLS without having a team in Minnesota or a team in Wisconsin, like a local team to cheer for. Because I was like, you know, I'm already tuning into the English Premier League. And right, those guys have way more name recognition. Like I go to work and people are talking about, you know, the Arsenals or the Manchester Uniteds of the world. No one was at my work was talking about Seattle or Portland or, or any of these. So, yeah, I, I, I think if you have the messies of the world, you're going to get a lot more soccer fans tuning in to the MLS, obviously. I don't think that was super profound of me to say. Um, and you, bring, you keep bringing in more people with name recognition. I get it. Yeah, you're going to really increase the eyeballs on this league. I just, I don't know if that's going to benefit Minnesota United. I don't know. Can, I, I just saw something that I want to share with you guys, right? Like, so someone who is a new New England Revs fan got this email from the front office. Like, hey, so-and-so, did you see Lionel Messi win into Miami's first title win against Nashville in the League's Cup final? Messi has scored 10 goals in all seven straight appearances for his newest club dressed in pink. That means you have a 100% chance to see the Argentinian score here at Gillette Stadium next season. <laughs> Secure seats for the big game through our season memberships for as low as $27 per game today. Call X number because prices will rise and the best seats are going fast. I wow. get it. I get I right, like we've talked on this show about how cool it... something went wrong with my mic. I was just laughing. Tommy just got a red card, so that's what I'm oh, responding okay. to. Whatever. Anyway, I get it. We've talked on this show about like how much would we be willing to spend to go see Messi play at Allianz Field? Probably a lot. I I can't picture being the actual club, like someone that actually is on the Minnesota United payroll and thinking it's a good idea to hype up an opposing team's player coming to your stadium. I know that they're they smiling from football stadium. Maybe that's maybe that's part of their job, right? They're trying to they're trying to get the left field fence. I, I know that they're smiling from ear to ear because they know that they get to really collect on Messi coming to town. But I don't think you want to advertise that. It's it's so not bad. in that way. I mean, just that's... put up New England versus. Miami and have a picture of Messi next to the Miami logo. That's enough. Don't be like, come see the historic Argentine beat our team and score against us. <laughs> Don't do that. I mean, That's but, he, but here's so the thing. We're, we're talking about it though, right? At this point, I just assume that when, when people do this kind of stuff, like it's easy for us to be like, why would they do that? It's like, oh yeah, because we live in a, a shock culture right and and we're discussing it now and we're laughing being like why would you do that yeah that's that's funny though man that's oh man 
That I is mean, genuinely hilarious. I would rather Minnesota United oh publish something saying, hey, come to Allianz and come see the return of our Slovakian prince. Dude. Right? Go Jan Grey Goose, man. Right? My five-worder. The Grey Goose from downtown. Because that did, was uh, a baller goal. Sam, did you take some uh, some Grey Goose shots last night? <laughs> I don't have it's any. Not, they, that's what they do. Those. They, they uh, I wonder if they handed them out at the Black Heart last night. I bet they did because that was. I think. I think I saw a video a of them before. Yeah. I think I saw a video of them doing some a Grey Goose shot. Yeah. Love it. Love it. The the thing that I couldn't believe was I think I sent you guys the tweet right, which was was it Jacob Schneider saying that he is now? Oh no, it was Andy Greeder. Uh, Grey Goose has now matched his season high goal scoring output in a loon shirt. 2019, one goal. 2021, <laughs> goal. 2021, zero goals. 2023, one goal. <laughs> well, that's his thing, right? Free kicks are his thing. Like that wasn't a free kick, right? But or no, no, no. He's he's had for sure at least one banger before, and I'm not talking the bicycle kick he scored in practice. I, I remember I him scoring that. at least great. one total oh, banger great. in the past, maybe like 2019. So he has it in him. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. That was that was pretty funny. No, yeah, it, that was a, that was a special goal. That was absolute top bins. Yeah, no, that was great. That was great. All right, so Justin, why don't you do the show overview quick, and we can get on with it after twenty minutes. Yeah, so we got some team news to talk about. Uh, we have updates on the doubloons and mingos. Then we'll talk about the loons pitching a shutout at City Field. That was weird. Uh, soccer in a baseball stadium. Very Wasn't that line. Yankee Stadium? No, it was City Field, which I think is where the Mets play. Yeah. Why were they there and not Yankee Stadium? Maybe they just they love playing at baseball fields and they just, you know, take turns with who who doesn't have an actual <laughs> baseball game that night. Yeah, we, I was gonna say probably the Yankees <laughs> while playing, I guess. But yeah. also uh, we're gonna have a little discussion about whether or not we should be worried about Pookie. But first, let's have James give us the team news. Yeah. So also, Sam, yeah, the Yankees played the Red Sox at uh, Yankee Stadium yesterday. And it looks like on Friday and Saturday and Sunday. So that's probably why they couldn't. Uh... So they couldn't have just played one of their games at City Stadium? That's not how that works. It, isn't like, and then the New York City, I think they said it on the broadcast, their stadium won't be ready for like another year or two. Something like that. Have they even they broken can finally stick? Yet? They can finally stick that really <laughs> little banner, that little banner somewhere. Oh, so cute. So the cute. The cutest little, bla- cutest little banner. Cutest little banner. I saw uh, they had a bigger one yesterday. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they got so much ridicule for the tiny-ass one. Uh, anyway, team news. Uh, the good news. Uh, DSC and Young Gregoosh make the bench for MLS team of the match day. So, yeah, awesome news. Shout out, like you said, Gregoosh with a banger. Super good. Bad news. Uh, yeah, Bongi. That was bad. Bongi left the game with a knee injury, and Heath was quoted as saying, "Hopefully, it's nothing too serious." Oh boy. Which is not. <laughs> which is not, you know, enthusiastic. To be honest, like that's not the most we positive pray. comment. We pray it's nothing serious. <laughs> yeah, we would love your thoughts and prayers, uh, dear, dear baby Jesus. Uh, <laughs> please help us uh, and also Ray had a swollen ankle 
So yeah, double uh, some double pain right there. But yeah, Greg Gregish looked good. Heck yeah. Yeah, that was it was nuts too, because it was like it looked initially like it was a it, it was a shot that was just gonna sail over the net, right? But but it just has that late dip at the end. That was nuts. That I guess like how do you even do that? But I guess he's a he's a pro soccer player, right? So he right. that's why he's pro- professional and I'm not, is that he can do that shot. He knows how to kick a ball. He does know. Cool. So how about the doubloons? Yeah. Uh so since our last our last chat, they've had a win against LAFC two, a one zero win against LAFC two. They had a uh PK win against St. Louis City two. So it was 2-2 in regulation, and they won 4-3 on PKs. And then they have a one nothing loss to Sporting KC2. Throughout all this, all these games, they have slid from 5th to 7th, uh, but they're still holding on to that last playoff spot. So hopefully hopefully they can keep, keep themselves there, keep themselves in the mix. It would be fun to see them play in the playoffs. So we picked up, what, five points from three games? Not, not terrible. Yes, right. You do, do you get, yeah, you get the, a point. The draw plus the PK win is two points. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't, like the, the two Z's <laughs> are like, we don't want a draw to just be one point. We want PK practice, and you get an extra point if you win. So, yeah. So there's always three points in those games. There's three. There's three points on offer in every game. That's basically how it is. Yeah, and the Mingos still fifth. Right, they've played three games since we last did an episode. Since we last gave you an, a recap, anyway, three games. They won one of them, lost two of them. So they won against Chattanooga Red Wolves at home. They lost against one Knoxville at home. They then lost away at South Georgia Tormenta. That was four to two. So that one sucked. Coming up Saturday, August twenty sixth. They will be heading to Central Valley Fuego FC, the team that always reminds me of Takis. So hopefully, <laughs> so hopefully they can come home with all the Takis. Have Takis made it to Europe yet? Do you know Takis? It'll get there at some point. One day. One one capitalist American will be like, I know what'll work. Takis. Yeah. The kids love Takis. The problem is, is that like you know how Cheetos really stain your hands? Oh yeah. These are worse. And so not only do the kids all have these red hands from eating the Takis, but like your entire middle school classroom is that same color because of oh. your Takis. You're giving me PTSD from uh, <laughs> from kids. Oh my gosh. So we when we worked at the school, James, there was like a no snacks policy, but man, snacks were snacks were coveted. Uh Two two situations come to mind, uh, like a family sized bag of Takis. Uh, because I noticed it, the kids freaked out and ripped it open and just oh, exploded no. Takis everywhere. And the same thing happened with a kid that was trying to like they used their backpack, which this is funny. They had a like a, a two liter bottle of like orange Fanta, and they were using their backpack to, <laughs> to try to hide. And then I was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And then the the kid. Oh, Oh crap! I gotta drink this as fast as I can. Just dumps, just <laughs> like they were drinking, like you know, a little bit more controlled. But the moment they thought they were in trouble, 
orange Fanta everywhere. Uh, <laughs> it makes it sound, it's like the kids' version of the brown paper bag, just the backpack. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't <laughs> eat anything. No, I just Googled Takis, and I have never seen that before in my life. That is a very bright purple, I must say, for the one that I'm looking at. Oh, yeah. And like the red chili pepper red and lime dust. rolled tortilla chips. Yeah. Oh, I, I even like how it does say simulated flavor written on the packet. That's how you know it's that's how you know it's top class. But the yeah, man, there are some middle school Spicy teachers chemicals. listening to us right now that <laughs> anyone that has a good Takis story, like a good like you're trying to confiscate Takis or a kid is freaking out because you're about to confiscate their Takis, send it to us. We'll read it on the show. All right. What are these flavors, man? Blue heat? Oh, I'm so Nitro. glad. I don't think those existed when I was teaching Nitro, middle school. Fuego. Yeah. Oh, my God. Man, I, I just feel like, I don't know. I'm thinking of how blue raspberry, like, blow pops will just completely dye your mouth blue. And I'm thinking about if there was blue talky dust, just that would stain everything. I don't know, man. The non-middle school teachers probably aren't getting anything out of this conversation. Fajita, guacamole. Okay, okay. So I looked up. I looked up. <laughs> we're gonna just spend more time in the weeds. <laughs> I looked up Central Central Fuego, whatever. Central Valley kits. Fuego FC. Uh, yeah. I looked up their kits because I was curious. They're not like sponsored by Takis. They are not, but they are sponsored by El El Mexicano. Which, if you buy like the the like the quesadilla like circle at the grocery store you're probably buying it from them oh man i've bought this stuff before it's good stuff i might have to buy one of those kits i probably won't but i like it all right should, should be takis though <laughs> missed an opportunity okay all right so the loons at nycfc right it's dane st Clair in between the sticks back line ethan bristow on the left Nikki Tapias, Michael Boxall, and DJ Taylor. We have Trap and Dotson in the midfield. Our attacking midfield, Rosales, Reynoso, and Lungwane. And then we have Timo Puke up top. We do have some subs coming on, right? Jan Gregish comes on in the 39th minute, comes on for Bongi when Bongi goes off with an injury. In the 68th minute, we have Sang Ving Young come on for Emmanuel Reynoso. And then in the 81st minute, you know what? Um, okay, I, I heard her say this yesterday, but we haven't practiced saying this name yet. So Ishmael, I'm, I'm pretty sure she said it yesterday on the broadcast, Kajori Shredi, Shredi? Yeah, I would think. Kajori Shredi. Shredi. You know, we were, it may we be, be, it may be the Americanism Shredi. Yeah. We used to be so much more professional on this podcast. <laughs> you did? No, yeah, no. I mean, uh, we, I, th I would say I would say Sharadi. I would say Sharadi, but I would understand if you if you guys would say Sharadi. Yeah, and then also in the eighty first minute, Mender Garcia comes on for Joseph Rosales, which was pretty fun. I looked it up. Uh, Ismail Tajori Sharadi. Ishmael will be better at this going forward. I promise. <laughs> this isn't going to be like thank how you we for never... listening. Uh, thank you for listening yeah. to this point, and yeah, we first, will get your name. First of all, Ishmael, yeah, thank you. Happy thank to have you, you as a listener. 
It won't be like that time that we never figured out how to say Ramon Abela. Abila. We figured out Bonga. <laughs> I just can't even Bonga. say his name. Bonk Bonga. I know Bonga's name. Uh, I Long Wane. I know Long Wane. It's Bonga Hule. Bonga Hule. That's that's my favorite part about being a Loons fan. Is every time we get a new, or one of my favorite parts. There's a lot of favorite parts, but one of my favorite parts about these Apple broadcasts is every time we get a new person that's that's trying to say his name. It is it is hilarious. Yeah. That is that is it's so quality. Like you, 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 you don't realize how much you miss, like wow. your own commentators until like Cal and, and Kendra. And it was great hearing Kendra like on on the World Cup. Like she got to go to Australia, right? And she got to commentate on the World Cup, which was like super sick. So it was cool seeing hearing uh, hearing that. But yeah, it was uh, it's funny just listening to random commentators. Sure. I wonder if Kendra was actually there because I yeah yeah. I, I saw pictures like that she was there. There, there have been times that she has been broadcasting. Maybe that was the Euros, but I kind of think it was the last World Cup where she wasn't in Australia. She was in a studio in California doing the call. Yeah, but hopefully she was actually in Australia. That would be awesome for yeah, her. Yeah, there's there's pictures of her like at the at the okay. ground in Sydney. So like she went down pitch. under. Nice. Nice. Yep. And then, like, fair play to her. Like, she was in the stadiums there, and then she was back for the weekend. She was, like, back for the St. Louis City game. Yeah, they make those people Boston. fly a lot. Yeah. So, like, respect there. Hopefully she got one of those first-class seats that lays down all the way and... <laughs> Just able to just take a nap. Yeah, I think her last game was Colombia versus England. So the quarterfinal, I think, was okay. her last game. So then then she had some time to travel back. All right. Well, cool. Um, as far as the stats go, you know, we we definitely did not win the stats, right? We won the game, definitely not the stats. New York City FC had 63% of the possession. 2.12 expected goals compared to our 0.97. They had 19 total shots compared to our 12. They had four big chances compared to our one. Though they did have four big chances missed, and we had zero big chances missed, so good on us. I don't know. Anything else jumping out at you, Stat Daddy? Uh, I mean, not a ton. We just took, we took advantage of opportunities. Yeah. That's a great, great thing to see. I was... You know what I was looking up. You caught me off guard. Uh, <laughs> I realized that they so Telus Telus Mag Magno. So he's their stud. Like he's supposedly like this amazing player. I I just remembered as I was looking at their list or whatever. He's worth fifteen million, and he came in at like the very end and was was not very good. So uh, I just remember that name. Sorry, that was just a, a ra random tangent. But uh, yeah, not not a lot of stats that that. That stood out to me. Uh, NYFCFC though looks terrible. So uh, I wish I wish they'd look terrible when we'd played them when I was there. That would have been nice. <laughs> like they, I mean, obviously <laughs> they had chances and stuff, but like, man, it was. I don't know. We we played really well against them. Other than even, all those shots, we didn't even do like now. I'm trying to find it. We didn't even do the head to head. What were we? 
What are we doing? You guys cut me Sorry, out. James. That's just cut me loose here. Sorry. Sorry, James. I thought I forgot something on the show notes. Uh, it's actually quite a good tale of the tape. Uh, two wins, one draw, two losses, eight goals. And they have two wins, one draw, two losses, eight goals. So we are exactly completely tied up in, in all aspects. Uh, the first two games were home wins. Then it was a three or draw, and then the next two games have been away wins, including the one that I was at last year. So, and the the most even rivalry probably you can find, to be honest. We've played in Yankee Stadium once, TCF Bank, Allianz twice, and now on City Field. Yeah, and I, I believe they were the Allianz opener. I believe they were the team that we played against at the Allianz opener. 13th of April 2019. Sure. That sounded about right. Real draw. Also, an interesting stat that I can't see in these notes unless I'm super blind. Oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, the XG. What is that about? They had over two and we had less than one. I mean, Dane St. Clair had some some nice saves, uh, including one that was almost an own goal and he dude that was nuts michael boxel like just quick shot at him that was i liked their their high five afterwards it was great yep i was worried we were gonna have to bust out some goal line technology but thankfully not no it was pretty obvious that it wasn't crossing the line but i I had a couple scary moments I, I did love there was a there was a time where they had just it was like super bad offsides, right? But the TV crew, one of them was like convinced that no, like are you sure? Look at the lines. And they weren't they weren't thinking about the fact that they're like curved outfield baseball lines. So <laughs> oh man. No, so the I'm guy not. was like five, he was he was like five, you know, five yards ahead of everybody else, but but the line curved, right? Like curved to make it it was just funny. Like why you don't play know, baseball see. fields, kids? <laughs> <laughs> don't look at the lines; they're not accurate. I think the good thing, like we only had one offside, right? So I think that's a positive for us. Like usually, we're a bit little, we're a little into the offsides. I find so only one was good. Should we, should we stat daddy question of the week? Yeah, uh, stat daddy's so, question of the week. Stat daddy's question of the week. Stat daddy. All right, that, gentlemen. That daddy. Do you want to read the question, or you want us to read the question? I'm gonna read. You? I'm gonna read the question. Okay. Okay. I, Sam's got a smile on his face because I knew no, he liked this question. I'm just thinking, like, who should we pay on cameo to just record Stat Daddy's question of the week? It could be me. I could just do it myself. I got a nice voice, right? Stat you have daddy. a great voice, Stat Daddy. I should just put like some modifications on it or whatever, make it even deeper. Yeah. If you if you send me a recording, I have voice mod software. I can I can right. I can switch it around. Here's the question. Okay, fellas. Pookie has been a little poopy. <laughs> Should we be worried? That's my question for you. I feel like this is it's just Chelsea all over again, isn't it? It's just yeah. we have a we, we put someone in the in the in the number nine. Yep. The amount of pressure that we put on them, huh? Or the number 22 shirt in this case. Uh, and they they don't really do much. They've scored 
he scored a goal and he has an assist, but the, but he scored on July the twelfth, which was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games ago, and he has one assist since then. I think, I think we should be a little worried, right? Like he's not played the full ninety in any game, and I think, and I think that's okay because. If I remember, it also took Adriana Nu a bit of time to get going, right? If I if I remember correctly, um, don't worry, because Adriana Nu worked <laughs> yeah, out just fine. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, guys. Adriana Nu took a time to get started as well. No, I think if you look at the, Robin the match, took a while, right? It's, Robin Lodd. Yeah, 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 right. cool, yeah let's, let's do that. Robin Lodd took a while. Uh, better analogy, hopefully. They're both finished. But I think the 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 thing to kind of look at, right, is that if you look at the match, like his his match number out of ten, like he kind of starts off okay, like it's going in and out, like sixes or seven point threes or sixes. But now he's kind of like he's kind of got this thing where he's every other game is good. Like Nashville was a six point nine, even though we lost five nil. Like he was he was kind of at a seven. He was so he's been all right, good. but he's he's <laughs> been like he's been just hot and cold all the time, and I think that's the problem. Like he's he's Katy Perry right now. He's hot and he's cold, but he's just not scoring, and that's not good. I think should we be worried? I think we should have been worried from the beginning, right? We've had a horrible tra- track record of bringing in goal scorers, specifically at the nine spot. We don't have a track record of doing it, right? I, I think I, I've said a couple of times, you know, fool me, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. Well, I mean, what, me what are we at? times? <laughs> you know, just how many strikers do we have to bring in who just are flat out not scoring goals for us to, to realize, like, it's just not happening for us. So, I, I mean, just trying to be, I guess you can – if you're trying to be like rational about this, you can go in two directions and you probably should go in two directions. One, we don't have the track record to suggest that this is going to work out, but two, like it hasn't been that long. We haven't really given him the opportunity to get settled yet. It's only been six weeks. So yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't know. Should, Should we be worried? Absolutely. Should we give up? No. I think that's what my response would be. Should we give up? No, because it hasn't been that long. He can get going. That's all that needs to happen. He can get going, right? He Shoot, you saw all those Norwich fans that came out to the stadium yesterday to, cool. to go that get his so autograph. Cool. Right, This guy is a legend in Norwich. Norwich. That's what I said. You said Norwich. Don't make fun of my accent. <laughs> no, fun fact, my auntie lives near there. I went past the stadium uh, not last weekend, but the weekend before. She lives really close to the Norwich Stadium. That's cool that she lives ne- near Norwich. You never told us that. No, that's true. Anyway, I, I like, mean... don't give up on the guy. Yeah, they mentioned it on the, the, the telecast, too. It's like you could see... I mean, and we've talked about on this these episodes, right? Like, like if you didn't show me these numbers and I watched the game, obviously, like you want your number nine to score. 
but he's he's still super involved. He's a player that the other team has to worry about, even if he's not scoring. Um, you know, it, it, you almost kind of want the other teams to take him a little less seriously so he can get a little bit more open. He seems to be like he. I think he know. I know what he like. You could see he he wants to do stuff, right? You could see that he knows what he wants to do, but he's like a little off. You know, he he's his his. It's just a little bad touch here, a little bad touch there, and you can see he's frustrated with himself. But you know, is is that is that age? Um, maybe is it probably you know because he's not match fit? That's probably the 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 better thing, right? Like, you know, we want him to come in and play. We want him to come in and score. But he has to get his body ready for this. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, we we our our boy our boy Robin Ludd is is the prime example. It took him a little bit to get used to this league. Um, Pookie is a big. He's a professional. You know, he's he's played at much higher levels than this. I don't think I don't think it's like Amaria who maybe there was a little bit of a little bit of ego, a little bit of like nervousness like a hope like obviously Pookie wants to score for our fan base right but I don't think I don't think he's 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 crying himself to sleep at night being like oh god I'm so bad right like I think he I think we're gonna we're gonna have some games where we're like oh yeah oh yeah that's why we signed him so yeah a little I too mean, early but but it is interesting to see right it is interesting to see I I definitely think like we would be more worried if Bongi hadn't just gone on tear. Like the fact that Bongi just mm -hmm. like went absolutely ballistic and started scoring all these goals right. definitely just covered the fact that Pookie wasn't really doing anything. And maybe, like you said, maybe it is the Pookie effect. Like maybe part of it is that Pookie, because he's drawing so much attention, Bongi's like, I'm free. <laughs> like like he suddenly he suddenly just found all this space and he can score goals and he's looked so so good while Pookie's just looked a little off because he's just being marked all the time that actually I don't think it's a it's a terrible thing like if if Pookie yeah I would love to see an assist somewhere like he had one assist against Columbus but like I would love to see a little bit more out of it, right? Like you don't want one goal and one assist out of two, four, six, eight, nine games out of out of someone who is a professional. But you know, like you said, match fitness, this kind of stuff plays a part. But yeah, I think Bongi is definitely kind of swept under the carpet the fact that it's it's not being going as well as as we would have liked. So hopefully Bongi's all right. Otherwise, we're gonna have to really start leaning on uh, on Mister Pookie. Yeah, winning cures all, right? So you know, but but I agree, James. If if we're losing all these games and we're not scoring goals, and and he has a stat line like this, like, yeah, it would have been people yeah. would have not been happy. But nope. it's okay. We got other. We got we have multiple talented players in this team, right? We are not only counting on Emmanuel Reynoso to do everything on his own. Uh, we have and, options. And speaking of people being happy, we're back in the playoff spots, baby. At the bottom yeah, of the number spots. nine. We're, We're number in the number nine. Spots. We're number nine. The irony is not lost on me. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, we're, uh, yeah, we're in ninth spot, man. We're the same amount of points as Vancouver, but we have a worse goal difference, unsurprisingly. Uh, we're one point ahead of FC Dallas. 
And we have two games in hand on Seattle, who are fourth, who we play next. And we have one game in hand on pretty much the rest of the Western Conference. There's very few teams that have the same amount of games as us, Vancouver and Dallas being two of them that actually do. So, yeah. That's a... Uh, that's exciting, man. I think one of the things when I look at this table is that Sporting Kansas City have made a comeback, but St. Louis City, right? Top of the table, 44 points, yeah. seven points ahead of LAFC with a game in hand. But the interesting thing, they don't they don't really draw. It's win or lose with those guys. Uh, two draws, everyone else has at least five. Most have six, seven, or eight. We have seven draws. They have two draws, 14 wins, eight losses. Yeah, so, eight losses, same as us. Yeah, so that is wild. Like St. Louis City, it's basically win or lose. <laughs> There's no, and they don't like to draw. That's not their their bag. But yeah, they've been playing real well, man. But hey, Seattle, it's gonna be good. Three thirty p.m. August twenty-seven this Sunday. You know, this is an exciting stat. We actually have more goals per match right now than seattle sounders that is i don't i mean i i guess i'm I, that may have happened before uh but <laughs> that just that's that seems like a that seems like a an interesting stat i hope cameron's doing okay but they're fourth i guess right they're, they're they look like us from last year it looks like from these goals per match and goals conceded per match yeah i mean the very, worst very they low. can the worst they can be is 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 fifth right once kind of or once everyone kind of catches up they can slip down a bit but i mean you know they're they're four points ahead of houston dynamo they're four points ahead of austin fc they're five points ahead of us in vancouver so this is like one of those games it's a real swing game because being two two games behind these guys like if we can win this we're going to close the gap onto fourth massively because they're also going to have played an extra game so we play them and we are still two games behind them so if we can get a win, this is going to like shoot us up this table massively. Like it's Huge. so important. Huge. So Huge. the state fair will be going on at the same time as this game, right? Oh yeah, that that's this week, huh? Yeah. I mean, or is that next week? Next week? This, I probably this weekend it starts. I'm guessing, right? It's like usually like a Thursday thing. Does it end on Labor Day? Yes. Is Labor Day the final day? So Labor Day is exactly two weeks from today. You can't wear white after Labor Day. Dukes hasn't and taught me anything. Sam, it's... you'll be happy to know that you cannot smoke weed at the state fair. Oh yeah. So it will not be. <laughs> they've already they've already said that it is a no go. Uh, I I don't tend to go to the state fair. <laughs> is this is the state fair the one where like? The governor will rock up and eat some like big leg of whatever it is, or a corn dog or something, to be in, a, in an election year and be like, "I am one of the people." Yeah, that's, I'm that's what I always say. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah kiss a baby. Yeah, that's the stereotype. Hopefully, it's not, hopefully that they're not get. mouth kissing babies like the the yeah. Spanish <laughs> guy. Uh. But like, you know, growing up in Wisconsin, and I was in Madison. Uh, the state fair was an hour away, like in suburban Milwaukee. I think I went once as a kid, just one time. Just it wasn't really a big deal here in Minnesota. Like everyone loves the state fair. Like everyone makes such a big deal about going to the state fair. And I just, I don't get it. 
you know, in Parks and Rec, when, when like the out of towners just don't get why everyone just loves little Sebastian, like that. If you're not a native Minnesotan, this is the kind of thing that you just never totally understand. It's just why does everyone go nuts for the state fair? Like it's all right. Fun fun fact about that though is uh, so the the Minnesota Twins baseball team they signed Carlos Correa a couple of, like was that last year you know the biggest free agent in, in in team history and he said the part of the reason he wanted to come here is because he loves going to the state fair and eating food so he like he legitimately <laughs> he would like cut his like agent or some one of his friends is from here so he he come he would come every year for the fair to eat food so there are some people from out of town that love it yeah it's a lot of people it's a very big sweaty mess uh there are cookies everywhere on the ground yeah. that, uh and it just, took me forever to figure out what that was <laughs> like this just what is this what what is smashed on the ground everywhere yeah. cookies Cookies. So, so the good the good news for Carlos is that they play the Rangers in a home stretch this weekend, and then yeah. the Guardians in a home stretch straight afterwards. So he's gonna be at home for a while. And then I think he said the he's, a, right he's a Pronto Pup guy, which I am. Have, you guys, or, or I guess James doesn't know what a Pronto Pup is. Sam, it's do you know what a Pronto dog, Pup is? It's like a hot dog and a pancake. Yeah, it's not a corn dog. It's a pancake dog, and people here love it. I'm not originally from Minnesota. And I am a corn dog guy through and through. I ate a pronto pup, and I was like, "Why? What? What? <laughs> why? <laughs> but why?" <laughs> I might get canceled. There might be a Justin out after this because you know every people in Minnesota love their pronto pups, but mm -mm. no thanks. Yeah, so, and and the the other thing, of course, is that like the Twins are playing the Brewers this week. So actually, he's not that far Ooh. from home either. So yeah, oh, the man, the man's about playing, to have a very good home stretch where he can go visit the state fair. <laughs> he's probably why he resigned with us this year. He was like, "I gotta go to the." I we're scheduled to have games during the fair week at home. Yep, count me in. Yeah, but man, I'll I'll tell you, I'm so happy I don't work at that school anymore. I right, I worked at a school where people oh, would yeah. park in our lot. Um, oh. How much did they charge to park in that lot? Eventually, uh, they charge people, right? Yeah, they always charge people. And since we rented the building, we didn't get any of the proceeds, but we had to deal oh. with all the inconvenience of people parking in our lot. So that was ridiculous. And then my apartment was right over there too. So Oof. that that sucked. So like for two weeks, I would I would usually park my car on the street because if anyone came to visit, I would then pull my car into my assigned spot and then they would pull in right right where I had left. Otherwise... Yeah, people would park up and down my street I lived on. So I guess that that is probably part of it is I grew up not going to it. So it's not special to me or anything like that. And then it was just super inconvenient for me for the first decade that I lived here. Guys, there are 11 games left in this season. Wow. It's kind of fast. Yeah, is, we're two thirds of the way down. One of the only ones that I'm going to have a normal bedtime for because. It starts at 10.30 my time, which I am yeah. very excited for. Uh, I am super pumped for that. Sweet. I also noticed that they pay LA Galaxy uh, right after my wedding party finishes. Mm. <laughs> not sure. Not sure I'm going to be able to get away with that one, though. <laughs> don't, think, don't think that one's happening. Sorry, Carmen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we got her a jersey, so... She'll be all in. 
Well, cool, guys. Well, this was fun. Yeah. It's good to be back in the MLS swing of things. I, I do kind of miss the League's Cup already, but yeah. Good to get going again. All right. Anything else we want to say before we head out? No, the, the League's Cup was a ton of fun. Uh, it's kind of funny to to think that we haven't played a, a league game in, has it been over a month? Um yeah. Excited to okay. excited to be back back at that. Uh but but very happy that tournament happened. I, I mean, obviously it's more so because our our team went far in it, but that was a really cool tournament. I'm excited for it in the future. Hopefully Mexico takes it a little bit more seriously. No. Uh, oh, maybe that was maybe they'll oh, actually get was... some games next time. They'll probably they'll probably require them the ability to have games in Mexico, I guess. Moving so forward. this this is actually what I wanted to say, because this is what I tweeted to you guys that uh, basically, Don Garber said that there would not be League Cups games played in Mexico because they didn't want to. They didn't want to compete with the Champions Cup, uh, and they said once you start having home and away, it's not sure it's in the best interests of the two leagues and our confederation. And economically, it makes great sense to have it here in the U.S. I mean, of course, it does no shit. Like. But I think it's a great opportunity for Liga MX to be able to provide their fans who are living in the U.S. an opportunity to see their teams. That's rubbish. That's basically like, I don't want it. Nah. I don't want all the money to go somewhere else. So <laughs> we want I'm it. Just gonna give it we, come on. You guys got a lot of fans over here, okay? Like, yeah, just, there are a lot of Mexicans. Like, Come on, we're catering fine. to you. We're catering to you with this. Yeah. So <laughs> That's great. Yeah, oh, so man. no is the answer. There won't be any games in Mexico because the MLS is greedy. That's what that is. We will see. <laughs> uh, July 16th was the last time we played. Or July 15th was the yeah. last time we played a game. Man. Well, all right, guys. I got a meeting to get to. Until next time, right? Coming up, August 27th, we are hosting Seattle Sounders at 3.30 p.m. Should be a good time. Should be a good time. Hopefully it's not too hot. Hopefully the traffic isn't too bad. But until then, peace out and pot on you loons. Peace out. Peace. peace. Pot on you loons.